0: Welcome to The Companion Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Davis, and this is my co-host, Lawrence Cow.
1: Hello, Rebecca.
0: Hi, Lawrence.
1: This X-Files reunion with the writer and showrunner Frank Spotnitz and the actors Annabeth Gish and Robert Patrick was so cool, so emotional, and so much fun. But I think what was so interesting about this interview was Frank talking about how the ratings for The X-Files Began to drop not because David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson had left the show, but actually the changing of public perception, you know, for conspiracy theory shows that was critical of the government.
0: Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, 9-11 happened right in the midst of the X Files run, um, and not long after Doggett and Ray's, I believe. So even. Chris Carter, the creator of The X-Files, kind of acknowledged as well that they actually had a lot of things that they still wanted to do with The X-Files, but because of that change after 9-11, they just figured they they needed to end the show. Um, they actually had a spinoff series, The Lone Gunman, which only months before 9-11 happened, actually featured an episode where a 9-11 style attack happened. And I think it really um, shook a lot of The X-Files creators up as far as They were very concerned whether they had triggered certain events or anything, but obviously they found out that 9-11 had been planned for a very long time. But just that perception and that desire of what what people wanted to see on television after that had just changed. So there wasn't really a time for the X-Files in that moment anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, that must have been so crazy, you know, where you're brainstorming and you're you know creating a, a new story and all of a sudden you see it on screen and mm. you know almost like weirdly you feel responsible or somehow a butterfly effect a buttering you know a butters fly's wing flaps and then now all of a sudden causes right you know page to reality it's must be so crazy a, i mean
0: definitely enough to shake you up for sure
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i guess that's entertainment but you know, sometimes you just can't plan for crazy changes like 9/11, and so I think it'll be really interesting to see how films and shows will change and adapt. I guess when you know the public um, starts to deal with and talk about and you know reflect, I guess on the pandemic, reflect on the pandemic that we just had.
2: Hi,
3: hello everybody. Good morning to some, good evening to others. I know we have people joining from all over the world. I'm Hattie, I'm a producer here at The Companion and I'm a huge fan of The X-Files, which is of course the most iconic science fiction show of all time. So it's my pleasure to welcome you all to our very first live X-Files event here on The Companion. Uh, I hope you're as excited as I am, um, because we're here for a very, very special reunion of Agent John Doggett and Agent Monica Reyes, joined by Frank Spotnitz. Robert Patrick, of course, leapt into the nightmares of every 90s kid as the T-1000 in Terminator 2, and has recently terrified a whole new generation in James Gunn's Peacemaker. But through John Doggett, he also showed incredible pathos and hidden depths. Annabeth Gish rose to fame in the critically acclaimed Mystic Pizza before introducing us to the empathic Monica Reyes. And she's been chasing ghouls ever since, most recently in Mike Flanagan's Haunting of Hill House and in Midnight Mass. And last but not least, the man who, alongside Chris Carter, guided them through seasons eight and nine of The X-Files, the hugely talented writer and executive producer Frank Spotnitz. Frank wrote or co-wrote more than 40 episodes of the show alongside cousins, Millennium and The Lone Gunman, as well as uh, writing and producing two X-Files movies. So without further ado, let's get started. Please put your questions in the comments and we'll get to as many of them as we can at the end in the Q and A. So sit back and enjoy the Doggett and Reyes reunion.
1: Hey. hey, look at that. <laughs> look at you guys.
2: Oh, my goodness. I'm, oh my I'm getting emotional. <laughs> yeah,
1: Already, this is so
2: exciting.
4: <laughs> it is very, very exciting. So Frank, are you, are you guys a shirt? You look ro- like royalty there, sir. <laughs>
5: That's true. You guys see each other still. You still see each other at cons occasionally. Yes, we I do. Miss- I don't think I've seen you in
4: 20 years. I haven't seen you, Frank, since the last time we had dinner. That's good. And I'm and I know it was after the X Files ended, and it was before I think you moved abroad. Yeah. Uh, Annabeth. It's been a long time. Well, we have we have
5: a lot yeah. to talk about, so shall we just dive in? I miss you, Frank. I miss you, you got, too. You I'm got, so you gotta grateful. Come back over to pond here. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to come see you both. So let's go back to the beginning. Actually, I'd like to talk about the, the very beginning, which was you guys coming in to audition for Doggett and then for Reyes. Do you remember that, Robert? Do you remember coming in and what that was like?
4: I don't remember that as well as I should, because for some reason, I don't feel like I auditioned until i read for the network now am i wrong frank no you you met with us you didn't you didn't read but i did read for the network
5: yes you did read for the network but my memory is that that, you came in. you met with chris and me
4: yeah i came in and i met you guys um i don't know how extensive you want to talk about how much you want to i mean for me um i could go on and on about this there's a lot to that. But anyway, I got, I got, I got in front of you guys. Do you want to, I mean, I had, I had a couple other things going on and I just remember there was a big switcheroo that had to happen to make me available. And I think all those people that made that happen, uh, including Kelsey Grammer. Do you remember this, Frank? No. Okay. So this is like, this is like network stuff. And, um, uh, I just remember getting in there and, and, uh, Uh, you guys had been fans of Fire in the Sky. That's right. And and Chris was also a fan of my brother's music. I think he used one of my brother's songs at one point. That's right, in the movie. (laughs) However you thought of me for this, and and I I did hear about you, you guys were interested in me for this. Um, uh, Obviously, when I read for the network, that was a a really neat experience because I, I went in in character and I tipped off the casting director that uh, I I won't chit chat. I'll just come in and we start. And when I when I finish, I leave. I don't chit chat. I don't acknowledge the audience, and I'm gone. It's like a play. And uh, I think his name was Rick. That's right, Rick Milliken. Yeah, yeah Rick Milliken.
5: Rick Milliken
4: yeah. And I remember doing that, and I remember leaving. I did see some other actors there. I don't think it's fair to really name some. Um, yeah. But, uh, I do recall that and I, and I was very, uh, I do recall, uh, being very confident. I mean, I'd worked my ass off on the material, so there was no way uh, I wasn't prepared, but I was, I was coming to you looking, having done the Sopranos and I was looking for a great job, uh, in the, ne- in the network world. And, uh, anyway, I could go
5: on and on. Well, and you hit it out of the park. What about you Annabeth? Do you remember? coming in? Oh,
2: yeah. oh yeah. I remember because I, I had an initial audition with Rick Miller. And then I had, I think I had a, a, a meeting audition or I can't remember if I came in and spoke with you and Chris, but I remember coming in. Yeah. Um, um, and then I do also remember the test, which was completely, ridiculously stressful.
4: They all again,
2: know with, with um, other really wonderful actresses who I still know and acknowledge, um, and, and those things are always just fraught with every kind of, you know, it's like um, being on stage, except it's not, you don't have the job. <laughs> and um, so it's very, it's anti-creative as much as you have to kind of be like in the moment and deliver your best, and it's just fraught with all kinds of pressure. but. But I remember every detail. I I remember sweating. Um, I remember wanting it. I remember wanting it. And I remember the adjective. I remember two things specifically. I remember Chris didn't like, he didn't want me to wear a belt. He doesn't like, he didn't like belts for some reason. And, and, and he, uh, sunny was the adjective, like, for red, sunny.
5: Yes. Yes. You know, So that's right.
2: Yes. I I mean, I I remember being nervous as hell because of the show had such a such a um, iconic status at that point. And Robert, you had already you were already there.
4: Right. Um, I remember hearing about you uh, getting the part. (laughs) And I seem to remember Chris and Frank talking about your pants, the pants you wore in that. (laughs) Or something like that. I went like, really? I want to see these pants.
2: What pants did I wear? Well, isn't that my belt pants?
4: <laughs> isn't that weird? I remember that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think there were zipper, I think there were zippered pants. But uh, but yeah. but but the thing was, everybody in town wanted these parts. Everybody. It was unbelievable the names yeah. and the people that came in to, to meet and read for this. But you were also, because it was a big hit show, which was the good news and the bad news, right? Because you're walking into a big hit show. Like, how, aside from the nerves about reading for the network, how nervous were you about coming on to this juggernaut? Like, stepping in alongside, you know, David and Jillian? Were you on
4: go Annabeth?
2: Uh, you go you you went for you joined first and then I'll you uh, shepherded, you shepherded the way. You shepherded the way. Uh
4: I remember I, I and mean, Frank, I'm not just saying this because I don't I'm, I'm not I I remember you being a very calming um part of the process of coming in. Uh I got a great deal of um confidence from you and belief from you that I was the guy for the job i do remember that and i remember that from chris and i remember that from um uh other people that i met uh michelle mclaren and uh, others and that was very comforting um my uh, um, once I found out it was going to happen, my wife uh, alerted me to the uh, fact that the internet was brand new and uh, the, the fan base was uh, very devout, and there was a lot of people not happy, and it was a misunderstanding of of of, of you're being brought in to replace, which was never the case. Uh, it was a, a, an additional character to, to, to uh, continue the stories. And uh, I, I got more kind of uh, aware of that. I was like, wow, I haven't even done anything and, and already, you know. So th- that, that part of it was new for me. Um, I was so looking forward to working with Jillian and David. Uh, I admired both of their their artistry, their work, their talent, and uh, I really look forward to that. And I was very excited about the challenge of doing day-in, day-out television. As I said before, uh, I was really consciously wanting this job. I'd never really had it going from the Sopranos to this was like a, a, a big thing to me. And it was almost like Annabeth and I were talking about it. it was like It was like punching the clock as an actor, you know, going to the factory and, and making widgets each day. You know, there was that aspect of it. But I was very, very excited about it. And you guys couldn't have been better uh, uh, as far as writing the character and creating the character, everything about the way you introduced it. But I'll save that for later. Go Annabeth. <laughs>
2: I mean, um, heaven forbid, joining a show like the X-Files today with social media would have been far more daunting than it was then. Um, And I think at some point you were able to kind of turn it off and not really like all I knew is that I was um, really earnest about wanting to do a good job and honored to be. I knew how competitive it was, so I was very... Uh, I was honored to have been chosen, as they say, but then you realize, oh, shit, okay, well, <laughs> now it's time, you know? Um, but just like Robert said, it was... Um, you know, there are these seminal times in your life and jobs in your life that that affect you deeply, and, and I will never forget... I, I can't imagine for you, Frank, for being doing however many years you did, nine, 10, for me, just those first year and a half were, it was, it was like a family, it was a machine. It was full of um, love and dysfunction and chaos and um, beauty and uh, teamwork. It was just, you know, I mean, it was just like all of those things and um we kind of came in at the end, and you know, there's an element that I—I I was definitely—I felt a little disappointed that we c- couldn't take it further. But it, I do, in hindsight, I feel like it's just—it's just the beauty of it became what it was supposed to be, you know.
4: I, I will—I want to add something, Frank. It was—it was equivalent to winning the Super Bowl for me. I mean, it was—it—it it, it had that kind of—I had that kind of enthusiasm going into it. I mean, it was. Almost the same feeling, if not the same of when I got T2. You realize this was a monumental shift in your career and how Mm -hmm. fortunate and how grateful you were that it all worked out, uh, that you got the opportunity to do it. But it was momentous. And uh, um, just like Annabeth said, I mean, it's now now the work starts, you know, so it
5: was a big deal. It was so interesting for me because I think you both just hit it out of the park. Were just fantastic. I have so much love for both of you and, and, and gratitude for both of you for coming into that really challenging situation and just you know being beyond our our hopes. And you know, we were very calculating about your parts because you know the show had been going for seven years. We knew. People were going to be like, what do you mean it's not David? What do you mean it's not Jillian? We knew that, and we very uh, consciously crafted your characters to answer that. You know, Mm -hmm. and like the very famous scene, Robert, where you come on and where Jillian splashes water in your face. That was really the the fan base saying, no, we don't want you. You know, it was Jillian representing the fan base. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the way you took it, like, how can you not love this guy? You know, you were just impossible to dislike.
4: Well, you had written such a wonderful character. Um, To this day, you know, Doggett is probably my most favorite character I've ever played. And I've been dissecting this with some other showrunners and people that I'm talking to and developing ideas. And I keep going back to the fact that Doggett had such a great heart. He was unwavering. And to get to play that kind of role, especially when you've been introduced to the world as this, um, um, you're you're famous for being this uh, AI intelligent uh, robot kind of thing, that baggage. So I had that baggage of being a villain. And you've given me the opportunity to go completely the other way, and be this big-hearted guy, and uh, it it, it was—it uh, was an honor to play the part.
5: You but know, you, you uh, brought such humanity to it, and so did you, Annabeth. I mean, there, there, there's such decency in both of those characters. They—they they are just for me. They were just impossible not to to love, and they were well, so distinct from Mulder and Scully. Yeah.
2: If if I may, um, to Robert's credit as well, and to you guys who were writing this man, he at the time it was like a harbinger of of the new masculinity of being like um, a tough guy in a governmental job, but with a heart of gold and some wounds that like he was all about vulnerability that had to he had to hide, and and I think that's one of your like. it it suddenly and i don't know frank you can speak to this i don't know if you write like you created the characters you you cast a wide net we got hired and then i don't know how much you write for us or not but i think that is what robert is he is this deep heart of gold with all sorts of like you know masculine Energy and Harley, and all of this, and you know, but super soft and loving and tender on the inside, vulnerability, which I think is somehow you tapped into that. And and we just got to touch the surface of that between Monica and Target,
4: yeah. But we absolutely, yeah, that's, the disappointing, to you. Yeah. that's yeah. the disappointing thing is we didn't get to keep going. Yeah, uh, because it was really exciting where Reyes and Dogger were headed, you know? No, no. Uh,
5: it, it was. I mean I, I have more to say about that, but I want to come to that yeah, later. But I got you. But with yeah. you with you, Annabeth. You're so sweet, Annabeth. I mean, it's true. What was interesting to me, just from a writing standpoint, was that you know, Chris's original conception of the show, he's flipped your gender expectations by having Scully be the skeptic and Mulder the character of Faith. And then Reyes comes in. And Reyes is the character of Faith, but you've already established a man in that role. And so now you have a woman being the molder. I mean, I really think the show, you know, not to, you know, toot our own horn, was really ahead of its time in terms of the way it treated men and women and stereotypes and expectations, just like you were saying about Doggett's character. But then yeah. you just brought this warmth, accessibility, kindness um humanity i mean these are all repressed characters the x-files everybody is emotionally repressed Mm -hmm. but i felt like you know reyes was was more open um and and like like you wanted dog to speak to her like he he just couldn't quite do it but you saw that she was there and available in a way that nobody else in the show had been up to that point
2: can i ask you a question frank Mm mm-hmm that in terms of that emotional repression, was that a strategic thing? Because there, I do think there is, in all of the characters, in, in everyone, there is restraint. And, yeah. and I don't know, and I, I think it's what makes it frankly, I, I, I think I was doing an interview and I was saying there's something about touching lightly on these traits. You're not shoving anything down anyone's face no one is overblown but then somehow everybody can relate to everybody else in this because there's something hidden is that
5: that's absolutely right that's such a good insight but i think i mean you know chris and i think that's kind of who chris is and the way he defined the characters in the show and i remember you know this is my first job in tv x-files it was, was like it? My, it was, oh, it was, was like it? my second film school yeah was, i was i i'd never worked in tv before and I remember him saying to me in the very beginning like you don't write the emotion you let the actors play the emotion. Mm. It's it's not in the words it's in the performance. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, you know actors read read it and, and get it. But sometimes you know executives read the scripts and go well, where's the emotion where it's where's the no no it's all there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not being said it's being played mm-hmm. which I think was one of the, the secrets to the to the show.
4: But
2: great." So true. i agree was it, was i
4: remember it... kind of going through the show reacting to what was what was happening to dogged and it was it was an interesting way to you know proceed like I, I never really had like any i personally as an i didn't have any goals i would just kind of you know it was like i'm just waiting to react and see where they're taking me because it's it's a real interesting journey and i and i, I you know i i'm sure that's what was fascinating to the uh, to the audience as well
5: it was so exciting for us because, you know, we've been doing the show seven seasons, right? And 24 episodes yeah. a year. And it was like, and suddenly it was this new new toolbox, these new characters, these new actors, these new dynamics to play. And the storytelling really changed in those last two seasons and was really exciting for us to get to 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 explore, you know, your characters and, and the kinds of stories we could tell with you that we never could have or would have told with uh with just Mulder and Scully in the show. There's so some was- great
1: episodes.
4: Oh, yeah. There's some great, some episodes, great episodes. That we did. How, I mean how, I, how, I try to do they think stand about- out in your memory? Huh?
5: Yeah. Do they what stand was- out in your memory? Which ones do you remember that you
4: I mean, uh, uh, there was one I did with the British director where uh, I can't remember the na- name of it, but it was like a Tony warmby there was a cult Tony, leader. Tony, yeah. yeah, Tony. But there was a cult leader that there had been some sort of mass mur- uh, 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 murder of, of cult people. I can't remember what the name of the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Frank. Somebody's going to tell us in a minute. I can't remember. Um, there was meanwhile some,
5: the via,
2: fan oh, via, negativa.
4: via negativa. I wrote that episode. Via negativa. Yeah, that one. Via negativa. Thank you. That one. That was a great. I, I can't. I can't remember if. Well, I don't know if Reyes was was she there yet. I don't even know what season is that. Eight. Yeah, that's season eight.
5: Yeah, that uh-huh. was before Monica. But, Robert, you have one of the great, great scenes. That's my favorite scene of all the scenes you did is in that episode. Oh, really? I don't, know if I don't know if you remember, but you walk into... That That episode is about you You don't know if you're sleeping or you're awake.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: And you walk into Skinner's office, and you are so terrified because you don't know whether you're asleep or awake. Sure. And oh, you play yeah. it so real. And I, I actually... TV guide or somebody actually singled out that scene as like an extraordinary scene. And it was all your performance. Kim Manners called me from set and said, oh my God, you won't believe what he just shot with Robert. You've got to see this scene. Well oh. oh, that's Go back and watch that. It was that's, fantastic.
4: That's so Kick great
2: it in your the ass. Theater. Yeah,
4: well, you know, I mean, you you just brought up something really important, which was, you know, from day one, you told me, Chris, and you told me, you said, we're giving you, you our, our best director, Kim Manners, is going to direct the first two episodes, it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a movie, and it was, and Kim shot the show where he was making me a movie star, you know, I mean, he wanted, you know, you're, I'm going to push in on you tight, and give you time to react, I mean, he shot me, in such a way that it just, it, you know, it, it it helped people understand what Doggett was about and what was going on. And, um, you know, each show was like a little mini-movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Via Negativa. It was like its own little movie. I, that could have been a film. Um, and he shot the hell out of it.
5: I'm... Yeah, he did. He did. What about you, I... Annabeth? Were there ones...
2: Oh yeah, I mean, for I, I mean, for us, I mean, there were so many that um, I know it, it's like people are going to get sick of me saying it, but 4D and Audrey Pauly are two of my favorites just because uh, they, they're me too. You know, me and too. again, right? Like it was just there was something. Um, I know that's the the Polish sausage one, but it was just yes, again, yes. again, again, the just the subtlety of emotion and the depth of feeling, and yet, and Robert and I could so easily dance.
5: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Frozen, right, th- right in the middle. Oh, no, it's beautiful, too. We were dancing. I know. And she'll be back.
4: Well, she was so great in that episode, in both yes. those episodes. She was so great, and it, it was wonderful. I've, I've always, I mean... You know, Annabeth's an easy gal to uh, she's easy on the eyes. Uh, she's got such uh, uh, intelligence and integrity and depth. And, uh, you know, she was so much fun to work with um, that, you know, I, I, I was I like, I keep going. I was I wanted to go. But I wanted to see where it was going to go, you know, and.
5: Uh, yeah, both those episodes to me the sh- in seasons eight and nine, we had like the mythology episodes like we always had. And we had sort of classic X-Files episodes like Alone, which, you know, with you and, and Jolie Jenkins. I don't know if you remember that, where she's like... The, Jolie was great! The girl from accounting who's coming in yeah. to, to work with you. Uh, and yes. that was my first time directing. So that was really exciting for me. Did but you write that episode? I did. I wrote and directed that. It was the first uh, time was- I directed.
4: Oh, wow. Was I easy to direct?
5: You were fantastic. That was a dream. I loved. I, I realized I, I, that's I, what made I, me realize I, directing is the best job. It's it's more oh, fun than okay. writing by far.
4: I just wonder. Like I I wonder. You know, you think back on. Hey, welcome back, Annabeth. We Sorry. said wonderful things about you. Sweetheart. You were in the middle of the good part, and you got oh, cut shit. off.
2: No, I so might we were you.
4: dancing. It. <laughs> we were dancing, and then what? We were dancing.
5: Yeah, we were yeah you were saying like others. that scene with Robert with the Polish sausage.
2: Oh, well, I mean, we were dancing around this, this, these like deep heart desires and this chemistry, but yet it never, you know, fulfilled. Yeah. So it was, it was just so, I don't know, amazing. Just wonderful. It was
4: romantic as all. Romantic.
2: It was romantic.
4: Sure. it yeah. was leading, it was leading somewhere. It was so cool.
2: Yeah.
4: Um... I don't want to get upset.
2: No, don't get upset.
4: (laughs) Well, you you look back on that and and you just, you know, I mean, mean, again, I mean, to find out that this was some of your uh, first time directing in that episode, Frank, uh, and then to ask you, was I easy to direct? Because, I, I you know, the pressures of making a
1: 24
4: or 22 season uh, you know, run. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of things, and you wonder about how your disposition is. Sometimes on the set, sometimes oh. you're happy. Sometimes you're grumpy.
2: Well, can I no. speak to that? I I I want to yeah. say one thing really quickly. Um, yeah. Listen, Jillian, David, everybody. They were tough. Robert, you were tough. I'm sure. I know. I was tough. I mean, if you're if you're good at your job. You're not just like um, easily swayable. You have these internal battles, right? And 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 I remember a couple times, like Robert, you were insistent, and you were like, "No, no, no, we need to go back and do that again." And it would it would be you were you were you wanted it to be better. You wanted it to be better, and and I remember being pushed by you, you know, which I'm so grateful for.
5: Wow. Um, I, found, yeah, I, I found you both very easy. I honestly. Because Annabeth, the second time I directed was with you in, in Demonicus. And oh. I just thought, like, this is what am I doing writing? Directing is so much better than than <laughs> sitting by yourself at your laptop. You know, here yeah. you are making it. And now, it was
4: like a, a dream.
2: Yeah. You were wonderful. Just,
4: that yeah. was the freakiest episode. Cause I believe in that stuff. Yeah that and was we were really not
2: we at that prison remember um
4: oh that was oh, so creepy
2: it was
5: it right? was there was it was a, 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 a shutdown mental institution yes
4: yes, yes. remember that black and white checkerboard yes yes
2: more Yes, yeah. And I, who, I
5: wrote it into the script because when yeah. I saw that, it was like a chess game—the whole episode and that. You were,
2: you were queen. You again, harbinger, prescient, got queen's gambit before. Yeah,
5: yeah
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> you're a genius, Frank.
5: But like those episodes you're talking about, Anna, like 4D and um, Audrey uh, Pauly uh, and Redrum, the show in seasons eight and nine took on like a uh, Twilight Zone kind of feel that it never had had before because it it kept reinventing itself and there were new types of stories that we were telling that really made it super exciting for us so for us it was like some of the most exciting seasons of the whole run, the two seasons that we had with you guys Um, and we
2: were working at the time with like John Scheiben and you know that other guy who created Breaking Bad what's his name? Vince Gilligan
4: (laughs) Vince Gilligan
2: But I feel like, again, in so many ways, it was just such a um,
4: Michelle McLaren.
2: Michelle, like it was a, it was a school, it was a school, and it was a family, and oh gosh, jo- uh, Robert, I was going to call you John. Oh, remember, okay. remember the episode where we were in Mexico that Michelle shot
4: John Doe. John oh, Doe. I gas- remember, I remember the battle for that. I mean, Kim Manners about blew a gasket. He wanted to direct that episode so bad, oh, yeah. he lost it. And I was like, he was like coming to me going, you got to go talk to him. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that Frank?
5: Yeah, yeah. But that was Michelle's first episode ever. And now look, you know, Michelle is I like mean, a she, you know, she, um, Incredible.
2: And again, may, may I say, you guys like were you were before the ahead of the curve with all of that with getting women in front of the camera or behind the camera yeah. like
5: yeah you just, well we tried you know, yeah we tried i'm sure we could have done better but we but we definitely did try did jillian uh, ever direct an episode she directed one and i think and, and she did a great job called all things um but then she never she never asked to do it again david did did, did more than once and,
4: oh, yeah and, uh, I, didn't David yeah. direct, like, two for us, Annabeth? I think he
2: directed a couple of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: He did. He did. William
2: oh, uh, yeah. was one of them. Yeah.
5: Right toward the end. Nice. Uh, so what what was it like w- like working with David? when Because da- David obviously was sort of, like, in and out. Like, I remember, Robert, I remember feeling anxiety. I think there was, episode, was it three words? There was an episode where it was going to be you and David working, like, side by side. And we're like, what's that going to Be like, uh, because David left, uh, but still,
4: yeah, his presence was there. I mean, the whole time. I mean, you're 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 working in the, uh, you know, uh, you know, his he he's there. Um, uh, I a funny story on the 20th Century Fox lot. One day I went to work. I remember uh, I walked into my trailer, and in I walk, and there sitting on my couch is my good buddy Peter Berg. And to his left is David Huh. And
1: that's
4: that's really where I met him. I went like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, hey, good to see you, man. What's going on? And, you know, and we had a nice little conversation. So I, I had met. I, that's how I met him. Uh, but but, you know, he was very kind. And um, I, I found uh, uh, you know, very professional and gave me a lot of space to do my thing. He wasn't invasive in any way, uh, uh, respectful, and, and I hope I was reciprocal to him uh, the same way. Um, um, we were both, you know, approaching it professionally as actors uh, uh, in character, not as, uh, you know, not as characters with the actor's egos is what I'm trying to say. Right. You hear my dogs? Yeah, yeah. I'm crazy. Well, it's, it's uh, like so, you said. Yeah, it, it is was, such hard was, work. It's
5: like punching the clock. You're going in. It's such long hours, day after day, week after week, doing a show like that.
4: But you guys kept it fresh. I mean, you gave us wonderful things to do. Uh, Annabeth, uh, uh, wouldn't you agree? We we. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, it was wonderful new challenges all the time. Um, yeah. But David and I, I getting back to him directing me, I mean I, I felt like he was very respectful uh of of what you guys were trying to create with Doggett. And uh I think that came came across uh in in those episodes. And you Annabeth, you ended up being like a sister
5: to Skull, by you know, when she's giving birth and Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, you know, and it's... whale sounds
5: mmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh God! You know how many people like on Cameo want me to just sing a whale song,
4: which I'm never (laughs) gonna do. By the way, never. For us, you'll do it. (laughs)
2: No, for no, not never. No, it's um. But I no, I you know, and I really Jillian. Jillian was again. It was complicated at the beginning because nobody knew what was happening and um, it's a little tender, but then, you know, again, like you realize when you just start to take a breath and realize that everything, there's no threat. Um, I I think Robert, you and I both, neither one of us came in with like egos or attitudes of like, we knew exactly how to to be diplomatic and politic and and sincerely. and Jillian and I, yeah, we became friends. And it, I'm so grateful because, you know, she's she's a real, um, I, I got to spend some good time. And still, like, you know, our kids <clears throat> are the same ages and we've seen each other a few times with them. And, and so I'm, I'm grateful for the evolution, the continuing evolution of how families keep going in different iterations, you know?
5: Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you actually speak Spanish, Annabeth?
2: No, I don't. Kid? Which is highly embarrassing. Don't tell. Don't tell my kids. All I know is I I remember learning uh, cocaine. <laughs>
5: <for, laughs>
2: <for, laughs>
5: yeah. For, no. <laughs> but really, you pulled it off. You were very it. fast too. I learned Completely. I learned
2: whale songs and Spanish for files
5: My favorite scene that you did, of, of many favorite scenes though, was the final scene. That's in the last two episodes, the end, when you go and you're angry in front of the court and defending Mulder and Scully. And, and I was like, wow, where did that come from? And you you said to me, like, that's my final gift to the X-Files. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, I remember, I remember channeling. There was a lot of frustration then. Yeah. Um, and I remember channeling it. And you know what I wish though? so often is that because I, at some of these conventions, you know, um, Monica has such a great line at the end and it's a tattoo that I think some people have gotten. Um, I wish I could go back and do it again now as a 51 year old woman with, with who I am now, as opposed to who I was then, because I feel like now I have so much more life experience and gravitas. What I could do with those monologues now you know? I
5: thought they were great. I was like, wow, that was incredible. uh, That's that's my my favorite scene. I thought that was amazing.
2: Yeah.
5: Amazing. Well, you know, there's there's something I have said in interviews, but I don't think I have ever said this to you and I don't know that you even know this, but the reason the show ended had Uh nothing to do with Doggett and Reyes. What, ha- what happened was, this is honest-to-God truth, season eight, the ratings for the show went up. David gone, the ratings went up. I didn't Not know that. Of, they went up, yeah. <laughs> and then season nine, as Robert was saying, nine eleven happened before we premiered. And then I remember seeing in the New York Times Sunday magazine, I think it was like two weeks later, there was a chart: things that are in and things that are out post 9/11. And one of the things that it said was out was the X Files. Hmm. I'm like, what are they? What are they talking about? Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, we premiere season nine, and there's our ratings are down. And it's not like people watch Doggett and Reyes and go. Ah, no. It, it was just like there was a section of the audience after 9-11 that just didn't come back and, and I we talked about this a lot Chris and I and we really came to believe like we were suddenly out of step with the mood of the country because this is a show about government conspiracy and not you know who do you trust and paranoia and that just that just was not the mood of the country in the night season, in 2001, 2002.
2: Well, look how, look how right you were.
4: <laughs> no damn, Terrace. Huh? But
2: that's, you know, Frank, that's interesting to hear because I do feel like there's always been a little bit of a sense of like, oh, you know, did we, we couldn't no. hold it up, but I don't Nothing. know.
5: Not at all, and, and and we could have continued the show, but we felt like we're doing great work, but it's not landing, because there's something, the mood, the atmosphere is not open to this right now. And the other part I know you don't know, because I was never allowed to say this to you, is that the movie studio wanted to continue the movies. Wow. And so our plan was, and the reason there's this episode, William, where Scully gives up her child for adoption was to end the series. Mulder and Scully are fugitive. Dog and Reyes are at the FBI with Skinner. And there's a movie franchise. That was our plan. So we didn't think we were saying goodbye to you when the show ended. And then what happened was there was a legal dispute between Chris and Fox that I thought was going to be over in weeks or months. And it went on for five years. And when it finally ended, they didn't want the alien mythology. The They wanted a little, small-budget movie that was just a standalone, and that was the end of. But we had worked on storylines involving Doggett and Reyes and Mulder and Scully, and we that's what we thought we were going to do when the show ended and um you didn't know that though did you we've never talked about this
4: i'm so glad to hear that because uh i mean i still remember the day that chris came to um i believe it was soundstage seven that sounds right And we were lighting some furniture on fire for some episode and there was a kid and I remember him, and and I remember him walking me to my trailer. Ugh. And I said, "Chris, you're, you know, you're, you're starting to scare me." And he said, "Well, you should." <laughs> and I opened, and I got in the trailer, and and uh, he sat me down. And he said, "I want you. You're the first to know. We're not coming back." And I was, I was devastated. I was like, I mean, I, I think I kind of kept myself together, but. Um, so I'm so grateful to hear you explain that um, but I, I, I felt devastated because a I thought we'd put our heart and soul into it and I thought we were really making some great television and I thought the fans were digging it and uh, you know I thought it was gonna go on and which is what I wanted I mean if that show hadn't have been canceled if, if I may use that word, if we hadn't stopped, uh, I, I would have done it forever. I mean, yeah. I'd still be doing it. Yeah, I was that satisfied with the character. You can't get a better character than than John Doggett. I can't find one. I got close with Kate Gallo. I'm speaking from my personal perspective, and I apologize yeah. for that. But yeah. but I mean, I got close with Scorpion and Cave Gallo, but Uh, John Doggett was just such a romantic character. I I, I really love the guy.
5: I did too. I do too. I still do. Me too.
2: I still do. Jonica. I
5: I went back and watched for the first time in 20 years, you know, probably 10 or 12 episodes these last Uh, couple, couple of weeks, and just was so proud of what you guys did. And, you know, it's a success in my book. Mm. Uh, it was then; it is now.
4: So there, there are a lot of Reagan Stagett fans out there, Annabeth. We run into them, right?
2: Oh, we do. I know there are a lot of them. And I'm, I'm also. I never get offended when people are are not, you know, when they're loyalists to Jillian, to you know, Scull, um, Scully and Mulder. You know, um, I get it. I fucking get it. I me too. I, I get it, and I'm. You know, it's so funny. People are like, oh, what are the X-Files fans like? I'm like, honestly, they're, I've met some really amazing, smart, crazy, cool people. These conventions and, and through the X-Files fan base, I'm I just like legit honored. Nobody's weird. I mean, I'm weird. We're all weird. But like never met someone who scares me.
5: No, 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 me either. And I think you know, the other thing that's amazing to me is this is 2022 and here we are talking about the X-Files and that there are people who want to talk about the X-Files. And oh, yeah. that, that was always our hope is that it would be a show that would endure, that people would still care about and they do. Well,
4: some, Frank, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but somebody put up something. Uh, uh, an episode I, I think it's just one of the seasons we did after or one of the seasons that the, the X-Files did after season 8 and 9 so I wasn't involved but it was uh, neither. it was uh, it was an episode that's uh, is John McHale is that right is that the guy's name oh he said yeah, it yeah I uh, that Joel Joel, 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 Joel so I yeah
2: yeah
4: yeah he's amazing he's, he is amazing I apologize yeah uh, um but it kind of outlined everything that's going on in our world right now, and it was like a precursor to. Yeah. Uh, it, it was so right on. It was terrifying.
5: That that was tough for me, and I know it was tough for you, and because and Robert, you weren't it, but it was like I was dying to do that, and I I couldn't. And
2: um, it, why not? There was so
5: much I wanted to do, but I couldn't do it. That was really. I know it was weird for you and Beth, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, do you want do you want to get into that at all? Does anyone want to like because Robert, I hear you. Like part of me, I respect you so much for the fact that you didn't. I know you could have right? Gone into the the 10 and 11 or I don't even know that. I
4: no, I, I I was I was uh, I was contractually I was I was employed engaged otherwise. Okay. So there were well, there I mean there I think uh, there was a. a, 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 a qu- they asked if I was available. Yeah. If, but I I, I wasn't. Uh-huh. Uh, so I I wasn't contractually. Yeah,
2: it that th- that was very frustrating for me in the sense of like because I I I do I um I adore Chris and I love this show so much that I was just happy to go back, but then I couldn't. There was no for me. It just. Didn't make sense, you know. It, it none of it made sense, and I tried to make sense of it. And then, as an actor who's being paid, you know, you kind of have to show up and do your job. But it, it was frustrating because it didn't. I didn't understand what I was doing.
4: Were you involved with that, Frank?
5: No, no, not at all. Which was really, really deeply frustrating to
4: me too. Oh, okay. So you mentioned that okay, yeah. So you weren't. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. No, I was doing I mean, Man on the High Castle at that time.
4: Yeah, I thought so.
2: I think you were missed, you know?
4: I guess.
2: You were missed, right? You were missed.
4: Yeah. That was... Well... So... I shouldn't have brought that up. Apologies. No, no. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Yeah. Is there there a particular moment that you think of when you think back at your time of the X-Files? Is there a particular scene or...
2: Well, wait, can I... Can I just say, because I was going to, when we were talking about Robert um, earlier on, this is a behind the scenes moment. And it was about, it was like about the grind of shooting 24 episodes, you know, at the time. I'll never forget being on a freeway. Robert remind me, like, hopefully you remember this. We were, it was like, we were driving home at like three o'clock in the morning. It was a Friday. Um, and there was some kind of crazy backup. Uh, It was pitch black, but there were hundreds of cars on this freeway and we were stopped, stopped. And Robert, you were like three cars behind me and I was having a panic attack. And we were just parked in this. It was like, you know, again, I'll never forget. Like you walked from your car. I think you had like some, a Camaro or something. Did you have? A, you had like something. I might
4: have. Yeah, I had a. I had a Camaro. Yeah, I had a. a yeah, big big sixty seven Camaro.
2: Yes, yes. And you walked up to me like three cars ahead of you in my Volvo station wagon, and you were just checking on me. And you were like, "Are you okay?" Like I don't think we even had cell phones. I don't know at the time, but, but I just will never forget that moment. Three o'clock in the morning. We were both fried from, from shooting, and on a freeway, outside of Lancaster, or wherever we were, you came to check on me. And like, it just, that summarizes, like, working with Robert.
4: Oh, that's...
2: that's so that's, a, I do, I will never forget that moment. That was a behind the scenes, not shooting, but good that's little good anecdote. Yeah. That's
4: a good one. Yeah. That's, a, that's really sweet. You, know, um, you I, I, I introduced like- Annabeth to, uh, to her husband. <laughs>
2: no, no, Robert, you need to clarify this right now because you know what? It's Frank's wife, Melissa,
1: Melissa. who
2: is responsible for Wade and I meeting.
4: That's yeah. the truth. Yeah, that's not the way it. I see it, Frank. That's not the <laughs> way I see it. I remember <laughs> being on the soundstage and, <laughs> and, and Wade was standing over there with somebody else with Mary Astadorian. And he's yeah. he's he's looking at you and I said, Hey, you want to meet her? And he went, Yeah, I do. And I went, come here. <laughs> and that's what I did.
2: <laughs> yes, you de- okay, you are de- you were a conduit for that meeting for sure. Twenty two years later or whatever.
4: <laughs> and Wade is Wade is just the greatest guy. He was my Krab Maga guy that I got from Chris. Chris is Krab Maga guy.
2: But Chris got wade through melissa
4: no i didn't
2: know Me? that yeah
5: <laughs> yeah melissa and i both worked and studied with wade so so, so i didn't know that.
2: it's so really I, frank I and melissa that are that are responsible for wade and i being married
4: <laughs> that's great I, fair enough i'll back out that's the that's the most important
5: thing that we buried the lead that's the most important right. part of this right. whole thing
4: right that wait something else i and and he just did uh well perry mason he was on he 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 worked uh, on
2: perry mason yeah
4: and now he's doing barry
2: he's doing barry which you were great on
4: there by the way emmy nominated
2: but frank do you remember and bill told me this on set he was a pa on x-files
5: Get the no
2: yes
4: get the fuck out you're kidding i had no idea
2: he was no a PA, kidding. and he he remembers like he remembers he had to knock on David's trailer to get him to go to set. Or right, seriously. That
5: yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Did 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 you, know.
4: did you work with
2: him, Annabeth? Not well, not when we were on X Files, but but yeah, he. Um,
4: no, but I mean, did you do you don't remember him being a PA? I I I don't. Do I? Do <laughs> you, Frank?
5: <laughs> no, no, not a chance. Well, shocking. do you yeah. remember Jeremy Remar uh, oh, He that.
2: was in the he was in the checkerboard episode. Yeah. Oh God, yes, that, he, was in, he was
4: in demonicus. Yeah, went...
2: Wade will hate that picture.
4: <laughs> that's season nine episode twenty. Is that when you guys started dating?
2: We started. We were. Yeah, I mean that. The yeah, that, that was right. We started dating.
4: Shit. And now you got two boys.
2: Now we have two boys and
4: they're going to college?
2: Not yet. They're fifteen and thirteen. Cash and Enzo. And your kids and Barbara, who I just saw. Yeah. Is amazing. Tell tell us about your kids. Why? Why?
4: Oh, okay. Uh, my, daughter, my, my daughter, my daughter. I'm sorry. I just should tell you about my kid. My daughter Austin, who was alive when I made X file, they, they were the reason I wanted. I wanted a nice steady gig in L.A. Uh, I, I I really. I wanted that to be at home with my family. And uh, Austin is a graduate of Bennington College. She's an actress. She's on IMDB. She's got her SAG card. She's out there. She's got an agent and all that. Um, uh, My son, Sam, is a a, a musical theater major at Boston Conservatory Berklee School of Music, song and dance man. He's incredibly talented. Uh, He's going to be a senior this year. Now, he was born during the X-Files. You remember that, Frank? Yeah. Uh, uh, Annabeth, uh, uh, Annabeth, he, he, uh, Barbara was pregnant when I showed up to do yeah. episode one. I mean, like, like Chris was like looking at her, and Frank was looking at her, and going, "Like, oh God, it's like imminent." <laughs> and I went, "Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sometime during this first episode." And then we went down to Barago, uh, Barago Springs.
2: Barago Springs,
4: yeah. yeah. Hotter than hell down there.
2: Wait, wasn't that the finale though? Yeah, that
4: uh, was, it was the finale. Hot. But this was the first season. You- well, I
5: guess I guess we did go for the when you're chasing Mulder through the desert and he falls. Maybe that, that was the first was like- time we were there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah.
4: literally, yeah. Frank was so kind. He and Chris had a, a, a helicopter on standby that we were using anyway for the shoot. But the, they had the they had assured me. They said, listen, if if she goes into the hospital, you know, we can get you back there. And I, had this very very kind. You guys are so considerate. They were very considerate. Yeah, Definitely. Um, yep. Uh, and, and uh, wow, I don't want to get into that, but he had a, uh, that day, Annabeth, that Sammy was born, he had a prolapse cord, uh, labor had been induced, and, and everything went haywire. And I remember, I didn't have a cell phone or anything, and I remember calling, and I got Michelle McLaren, and I said, I'm not in today, guys, I'm sorry, my wife, says, it's an emergency, and blah, blah, blah. Somehow I got that call out to him. But I remember that. Wow, that was a stressful day.
2: Well, oh it it speaks so much to the family aspect of it all, you know. And and we were just a part of it for a year and a half, Robert and Frank. Yeah. And the the I mean, Jillian was pregnant and Dave David had babies. I mean, and and you guys had children. It's just, you know.
5: Yeah. Well, the show really whole life. But, Robert, Barbara also got to act in the show as you yes,
4: yeah. it was great. She was great. She was great. Um, she played my ex wife, which she really enjoyed.
2: <laughs> uh,
4: she did a great job. I was so thrilled to have her on there. And those episodes are really special. Uh, oh, I remember, good. especially, that uh, episode that Kim. Manners directed where we take the ashes out to the ocean. Yeah, release. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
5: really. Uh,
2: I remember that. I remember our that embrace, Robert, with you for from Doggett and Reyes. Yeah. I remember that being a meaningful embrace.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah.
4: We had some good well, in in the front seat of that jeep. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs>
4: and you were driving. No, I don't know. I can't remember.
5: Well <laughs> we had a great I think we're gonna we're gonna let in some QA people, but I just you know, it never occurred to me when the show ended that I wouldn't be working with you again like right away. And now here it is twenty years and it's uh, it's my greatest regret that I haven't been able to work with you. And I, I hope uh I hope I can fix that but it's uh, you know I'm just so honored and thrilled not just to have worked with you but to know you so thank
4: you likewise you've always been uh, uh, so fantastic Frank and and, uh, you know creating Doggett is just such a great character I'm so grateful and thankful I had the opportunity to work with you big guy Oh, me too me too. You
2: are you are a mentor to so many Frank and myself included. You're, you know, I think really just a impeccable representative of the, of the in the industry and prolific. Jesus, you don't stop.
4: Be, you
5: you guys, look at you. You guys that's the other thing. You you guys have gone from strength to strength since the X-Files ended. It's not like, you know, you've done amazing Robert like no, peacemakers and hurri nation and scorpion so and peacemaker. How about Mike that? Megan. Series, yep. know, it's like
2: we're still fantastic. here. That, the the Peacemaker opening with is a Robert. <laughs>
5: <laughs> fantastic, That's
2: crazy. That's
4: great. I'm
2: gonna do it. Ready?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta put a couple of pelvic thrusts in there. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> and Beth, you're way better than me. <laughs> and you know, I haven't seen your movie Midnight Mass, but uh Stephen Bridgewater. My acting coach and still oh, yeah. my, 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 uh, my guy, he just raved about you in midnight mass.
2: Oh, good. Thank you. I love Steve and Steven. And yeah, like we're, I feel like I'm getting better every day. So I don't You're know.
4: How awesome. Much- and Barry, I loved I it. Love it. You and Emily I nickel together. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> you love. shot him.
4: Yeah. You shot your kid. Yes!
2: Your kid, too. <laughs>
4: I shot my son. Unbelievable episode. Right. <laughs> that was, that was, I was laughing hysterically. It was, <laughs> I was like, she just shot the kid.
5: you It's going
4: to better than that. Right. <laughs> Am I not allowed to say that, Annabeth? Yes, of yeah. course. Not, yes, of course you can.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's, it's aired. <laughs> i mean i can imagine wade doing the stunt the stunt setup for that oh my god it's his hysterical yeah indeed are you mad at me i'm sorry oh god no, no, I'm, not mad. Mad at okay, okay. no I'm sorry i didn't mean to upset you no uh,
2: no i'm not mad at all
4: alex so- mcnichols played my fictional son twice is the funny part
2: Love for- him. i love him
4: he's a sweetheart yeah Great I think kid. we should
5: let in uh, questions if you guys don't mind.
4: I hope there's people out there.
2: I I'm turning my camera off for a second because I'm going to go to the bathroom. I have to go
4: to the bathroom.
2: It's That's too- okay. Hold on. You're I'm for you.
4: <laughs> oh so. my god, she's crazy. It's funny. This. Uh, <laughs> <How do> <laughs>
2: It's Hi, awesome. guys.
4: Here with you guys. Hi, Hattie. Hi. Hey. Hattie, how are you?
3: It's Hattie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hattie. I'm it's so uh, Yeah. Oh, the God. Americans say it with that softer D sound. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's um, awesome. That was, that was brilliant. I, re- I was really enjoying that conversation. That was really great oh, to hear.
4: There's so much to talk about.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's actually terrible that we only had an hour uh, so far, but we have had so many questions coming in. Um, I don't think we're going to get to all of them, but we'll try. We'll try and get through them because yeah, um, people have been going nuts for uh, asking asking all sorts of things while you were talking. Um, well, Annabeth in the loo, shall I just uh, get started with a with a few questions?
5: Sure. I'm
3: back. Oh, She's hello. Back. Ah, you're back. We have got questions ready. Okay, great. Um, so, a fun one, what do you imagine that Doggett and Reyes are doing right this moment that comes from Menel T? I, I,
4: I, I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, you know, Doggett's just out there now. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm like the fans wondering what happened to him. I don't know terrible answer. <laughs> I
3: think well, the other day you mentioned him being on a on a motorbike, like like.
4: Well, know. I do make that joke. I say, you know, I I don't know. He ran off and he joined a motorcycle club. He's living somewhere anonymously. Uh, but I don't think that's really what happened to John Doggett. So, uh, I don't know.
5: What do you think, Annabeth?
2: Um. Well, if I could forget the sequels and just go from. From where we left off, um, the OG Doggett and Reyes. I I like to think that they're. I, I don't think that they're together, but I oh, think they- I don't. I don't think that they float around. I I do think that they float around. They orbit around each other and come in and out. And I would like to think that there's been some consummation of a romantic relationship at some point, but never. You know, I feel like they. They're satellites to each other. They'll you know, and I just like to think that they're always orbiting around in and out. That's but maybe Frank, you could answer that. Where where, you know, what do you think?
5: (laughs) Well, I think if if I were writing it right now, uh Monica Reyes would be high up at the FBI. Doggett would have left in disgust. Doggett, remember when Doggett came in, he was gonna be the head of the FBI one day and he was sort of set up to fail by Kirsch by you know c- go chase this crazy alien abduction thing so the politics of the FBI I think he wouldn't have had a stomach for it and he would have left but I think Reyes would want Doggett back because of the times we're living in right now mm. and I think what you said Annabeth is right like they would never be out of each other's lives entirely yeah but I think um, that's I think I think Reyes would have hung in there and and dealt with all the the politics but but Doggett would have would have left but in, in season 12
4: he's called back that's that's what i would say. Oh
2: i like it. I like it.
4: It's interesting because i feel like the country for real is looking for that kind of leadership in a I weird
1: way. I don't want to
4: get degree. You know? And, and, and we're I are mean, for our values. Yeah. Yeah. We, there you go, Frank. That's it. Because I'm, 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 I'm developing this thing, and uh, I'm talking to some other people, and I keep going back to that. There's this image that John Doggett is, and I think that's what we're all seeking. And and like Annabeth agree. said, I think Reyes is Reyes is involved. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, I think again, going back to that idea, Frank, of what you guys initiated with with Doggett of being this new masculine vulnerability. You know, it's an ideal. It's an ideal. Yeah. yeah, and and flawed to be sure. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I think we're all looking for that in both. Uh, well, and 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 we should say in all genders, right? Like it, it's. Yeah we're all looking for...
5: But I think Doggett and Reyes had so much integrity and decency, and I think all four characters, Mulder, Scully, Doggett and Reyes, all had... They were very romantic characters. They are truly heroic characters, and I think they really embody who we want to be, you know? Not just as Americans, but who people want to be, and I think... Yeah. You know, I do do feel that, that that's... There is a a hunger for values like and I, things that unite the right and the left in this country because we're so polarized right now and I do think weirdly even though we were seemingly out of step in 9-11 I think what the show stands for is really relevant and probably missed in, in the cultural conversation the country's having right now.
4: I agree
2: Well said Frank so well said
4: I totally agree
3: Great. I've got another question here from Nikki Howlett. Um, it
4: is the values. I think so.
3: Uh, Nikki Howlett asks um, something I was thinking about the other day, actually. Uh, was Monica being a smoker in her introduction foresh- foreshadowing to her turning to the dark side? Um, <laughs> Nikki, Nikki says, I remember when I was 13, I immediately thought she was going to be a bad guy.
4: Did they have you smoke on the show?
2: They did. The, in the, the very beginning. The whole, yeah. My first few episodes, I was trying to quit. I, and I was smoking Morley's. I
4: that remember.
2: Like, yeah, I, remember. I, I had a pack of Morley's. That was the first time I was like, I, I had a pack of Morley's in my car. And I was like, no friggin' way.
5: <laughs> I, remember I never spoke to Chris about it, but I'm I'm sure that's what he was thinking in the new seasons. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. but that certainly wasn't in my head at the time <laughs> at all yeah. right. in my head at the time it was that she's more relaxed and human than Mulder or Scully or anybody she's just like she's a real person and she's kind of funny yeah. and open and
2: that, that was and one of know. the weirdest moments of my acting life ever when I've had to, to and I've done some weird shit but when I've had to when I've had to put a cigarette in the in um oh my goodness, now I'm having a brain fart. Um in the esophagus, you know, for the in the sequel. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. in Bill Davis' throat.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Poor yeah. Bill
4: Davis, yeah.
2: Oh man, that was weird. That's weirder than making out on screen. It's like putting a cigarette in someone's like, that was just weird. <laughs>
4: I don't know why Reyes and Target didn't stay together. I'm kind of Ray. I mean, you know, Annabeth. I mean, I'm disappointed.
2: Well, you didn't
4: see it going somewhere. I am kind of stuck.
2: No, didn't you hear me say I'm sure that they consummated it in some way?
4: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Better, better, better. Check that off.
2: Okay, good. Don't worry.
4: (laughs) It's awful. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, Robert, a question for you. Um, Alexandra Nicole um, is asking, Doggett has uh, many great one-liners. Did you ad-lib any of your lines?
4: No. Everything was scripted. I mean, we've already listed off uh, the, 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 the wonderful writing team we had. They were fantastic. And there was so much care involved with how uh, we presented Doggett uh, that everything was... Uh, uh, written for him and created for him. And I worked really, really hard to make sure it, it, it sang all right. And um, uh, it was fantastic writing.
3: All in the writing?
4: Okay, great. All in the writing. Yeah, no no ad-libbing. I can't think of it. Can you, Frank? I never... I, no, I don't there's... even think I don't even think I even ever, ever like said, Hey, I can't say this line. I, I don't think I ever approached them about that. It was just like it was everything was great. Yeah.
5: Yeah. That's that, that, that was there was almost no ad living ever in the X-Files.
4: Yeah. You know, we did oh, okay. retus. We did retus during the episodes. I mean, we would have lunch one day and we would do a reto and they'd bring in the other actors and uh, We'd do a read through, and then you you did work a lot on X Files. You did uh, you did your ADR during lunch. <laughs> you know you did a lot of stuff. There was a lot of run. God, I loved it though. Man. I
2: know I miss it. I'm miss, miss it so much. Every I time we drive by the Fox Fox lots, so I say to my sons, "That's where I met your dad." And I uh, but I just Oh,
4: uh, that's so odd. sweet. Yeah, I can't even ride by there. I get misty eyed.
2: Me too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, a question for Frank. Um, what was your favorite episode you've written and what inspired the story behind it?
5: Well, uh, the Memento Mori I like to say is, is my favorite because it, w- it was a crisis and we solved it in three days. Um, and it's one of the best episodes of the series. But I have to say like, the, the Via Negativa, the episode we were talking about earlier with Robert, yeah. is one of my favorite episodes. And it came from a dream about squeezing a tooth tube of toothpaste and having blood come out. Oh, Lord. And I could not figure out like, a, that's an X-Files thing. Like, how could blood come out of a toothpaste tube? And then it led to Via Negativa, which is, of course, am I in a dream or am I awake? So that's, that's one of my favorites. But, but in terms of the Dog at episodes, too, like, I loved Red Room with Joe Morton, you know, the backwards story. That, and that was, like, almost killed us trying to figure it out. And 4D, that was another one. And, and Audrey Polly and Release. I mean, there's honestly, I think there's like out of those two seasons, there's probably, you know, 15, 20 that are super, you know, I, classic episodes in, in, in my book and, and underrated at the time, because I think like you guys were saying earlier, it's like, you know, you feel on some level, fans feel disloyal liking the new characters, you know, as much as the old characters, but as time has passed, and people come to the show now fresh. That it's in a different context, and I think they they hold up really, really well.
2: And it, it's worth mentioning too, um, with no disrespect to any actors, but when they did do the first sequel, they did kind of bring in a new Scully and Mulder, and it didn't take.
4: Uh, when, when when was when um, was that? it ten.
2: Yeah, season ten.
4: Yeah, they brought in. They brought in. A, they did, yeah.
2: They
4: brought in a new Scully, Mulder.
2: Ish. Well, they
4: were like, they were, they were Ish. Yeah, it was like a, another yeah. generation yeah. kind of thing.
5: Yes.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. Yes. Well, that chemistry was very unique that Jillian and David had, and I mean that's a, that's a, that's a lightning in the bottle moment yeah. kind
1: of thing. Sure. You can't try to
4: uh, recreate magical things like that.
5: Um, I think that's what we did right with Doggett and Reyes. We didn't try to do Mulder and Scully. They were different characters. They were designed to be completely different characters.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Definitely agreed. Um, We've got a question from Adam Chamberlain. Um, Given Doggett's nature and Reyes' background, I imagine they'd have partnered well with Millennium's Frank Black.
4: Uh Have you seen that? Well, Lance... Lance is a huge friend of mine. I mean, I love Lance. I go out and visit him all the time. I, I see him, and uh, and Stephen Bridgewater, uh, who I mentioned before, is, is, is always with Lance, too, and uh, I love Lance. And my history with Lance goes all the way back to 1989, 1990. have got great stories about Lance. I would give anything to have figured out how to do that, you know, yeah. cross.
5: Uh, Adam is a great writer, editor, uh, filmmaker, supporter of Millennium, uh, uh, along with Troy Foreman, and made a great documentary about uh, Millennium. But he'll know better than anybody the difficulty we had trying to merge Millennium with the X-Files, because we thought, well, no sweat, we'll just bring in Lance to the show. And then we realized they're completely different mythologies and completely different way of storytelling and it was really tough but the idea of seeing lance and annabeth and robert act together um that's very exciting
4: have you ever worked with him annabeth i have
2: not no unbelievable He's I admire him. guy oh my mm. god sweetest yeah
4: this, sort sure of leads on to
3: an, this um this one kind of leads on to another question here um if you could all work together again what would you like to do
5: anything? Yes,
2: and
4: the phone book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: Yeah, yeah yes. I would jump at the chance Me anytime, too. anytime.
2: Me too.
3: Is there a particular kind of uh, genre that you would like to do together?
2: Wow. Well, you know, I, I'm just speaking to who I am now today, and and kind of, I, 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 I would love to work with you both in a reality based because I do think we're, we're all philosophical. I I mean, I, I like the science fiction mode, but Frank, I think you have, I mean, we all do. It would just be interesting to do something sort of esoteric, but grounded in reality without sci-fi, you know, Mm -hmm. like Memento, you know, the movie, the Christopher Nolan movie, Memento I always feel like that has some like I guess that's a little it's not really sci-fi but it, it's a it's a genre
5: super clever like
2: explores you know these deep t- things that we're talking about you know
4: I'll give it some thought write it Frank right
2: going on it <laughs> it's
4: all, it's all the pressure on the writer Uh huh. <laughs> what a um, great gift to be able to write and create things so I mean it's just you know it's elusive to me I it's it's not something that I, I I think's in my wheelhouse, but I feel as an actor I'm chasing after something, and I don't. I, you know, it's hard to articulate. It's wonderful to hear you articulate it, Annabeth. But I I think I kind of in a weird way I keep going. But I'm looking for my. I'm looking for another dog. And, um, mm-hmm. just really such a great character. Yeah.
3: There's a question here that I I would really like to ask you as well, Robert, from Armel Drake. Um, How did you approach uh, John Doe, the episode where you have to relive the death of your child? It's such a heart-wrenching moment for the character.
4: Oh, I mean, that's so involved how I don't know how actors work. I don't know how each of us do whatever we do. I don't remember what I did. I, I mean, you just try to t- you tap into those emotions that are there. Um, I love that episode. That's an incredible episode. Um, and Michelle McLaren did an incredible job directing it. Um and Vince wrote it. It's the. huh? Yeah. yeah Vince, and Vince wrote, wrote, it. wrote it. And, and yeah. Vince. Yes. And Vince wrote it. And, you know, and, and he's a guy that, you know, he also wrote that wonderful episode about the Brady Bunch. What the hell was the name of that?
5: Sunshine Days. Yeah. That was
4: a the craziest
2: damn episode. You remember that, Annabeth? I do. And Aaron Paul was in it. Wasn't it Aaron Paul who was in it? Oh,
4: my God. That's right. Yeah.
5: No, he was in the fly episode. Yeah, that's right. He was in Lord of the Flies.
4: Okay, who was the guy, who was the one? In you the, know who else was in Lord of the Flies? Was... Um, Jane Lynch. Thank you. Oh my God, wow. Yeah.
5: Yeah, we had some great, great cast. Yeah, great, great cast.
4: great cast. You know, the cool thing was, is we were able to keep the enthusiasm and momentum going into it. Because I think that episode, you know, we, we, I knew it was over. We all kind of knew this was, we're going to complete this season, it's done. But all of us were so, um, still so enthusiastic and loved the character so much. You know, we were, we didn't quit. Well, I, I got I to gotta take this
5: opportunity to put in a word for Chris, who always is the first one there and the last one to leave. Always, always inc- incredibly impressive work ethic but also you know kim manners you know the late great kim manners who just i can't tell you how much i think about him all the time.
2: me too
5: he, he just always put his heart and soul into everything he just left nothing behind and he did a lot of tv kim manners and he never got cynical
4: never got jaded
5: he just loved it to death and
4: uh you know. oh, he was an amazing guy. I would, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, he was my introduction into it, and you guys are right. He was, he was so wonderful in those first two episodes. And God, I loved him. And that whole kick him in the ass, and now let's kick in the ass. Just the way he had the camera move and the way he shot. It was just such a wonderful guy to work with. I loved Kent. Me too. So sad.
2: Dearly, dearly. <clears throat> I
3: have a, a question for you, Frank. Um, who is easier to direct? <laughs> Annabeth or Robert? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Let's
5: see, I don't know, know do what you guys is. are talking about. You were both yeah. incredibly easy. Robert, can I say something that maybe is like bad form that you're not supposed to say about an actor? But the thing I remember about you is that before you would... Before a I, I, I take, you would, sit, you would sit there and you would be closing your eyes and you'd be, going, you'd be cursing. Do you remember this?
4: Yeah, you'd I got like, really... Yeah, I did a lot of crazy stuff. Frank. No, but it was like you were getting this intensity yeah. up,
5: and then, and it was like right there. But, but both of you, I mean, I was a junior director. You know, Annabeth and Demonicus. So it was only my second episode. It was like, this is fun. This is great. Mm-hmm. It was like just making it better. Every scene was just like making it better. It was not a struggle. It was like a, a joy, the joy of creation. And I realized like you sit at a computer, like I do 90% of the time and you're imagining what it could be. And then working with you was like actually the making, you know, well, I, I think being an actor must be the most fun.
2: I think, you know, it's, I lie. I'm, I'm a person who I really love being directed as long as they know what they're doing. And if they don't, then, watch out because like right. no, no, no. Um, um, and because I like collaborating and I like people who, who know how like and Frank you always did this you could amplify whatever notes or like it's like being a conductor like and especially because you were writing it too you knew when to turn it up or turn it down or, or yeah. just say the tiniest little add this nuance or this flavor like and then then you're just building it up and building it up and I find Um, you know, sometimes now I go on sets and I see some people who just don't want to listen to being, to directing or, you know, they just have their own agenda. They know exactly what they're doing. They want to do it like they rehearsed it in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a sad thing because I think um, directing can really be a fine art too of of raising the game, you know? (laughs) So, So I think having actors who are eager to be directed Helps. And I think both Robert and I like to be, I mean, I can't speak for you anymore, Robert, but, you know, you're a willing participant.
4: Well, I love, I love the whole process like you, Annabeth. I mean, I love finding the character, finding different things, thinking about things. I mean, I've mentioned I work with a coach from time to time. Uh, and I like to do all that because I like to do it and then I like to forget about it and then I like to react on the day. You know, I have thought of everything and I kind of have an idea. But I throw it out. And uh, as far as the cursing and all the Tourette syndrome that I'm prone to have, I, I kind of try to sometimes if you have to have a visceral reaction to things, I got to figure out a way to do it. Some, most of the time, physically for me, if I, can, if I can do something to get myself amped up for it, it's good, as long as it's safe. Um, so yeah i'm strange sometimes that way no, I but i think. i i do and you know i've worked with a lot of people in film and i don't want to sit here and drop names and you know some people you know you show up you they don't even rehearse you know they don't want to rehearse they want to just roll the cameras and see what you do so you have to have already kind of Walk yourself through a bunch of scenarios with every scene and every character you're gonna do. You gotta kind of, kind of have an idea, right? In our world, in TV world, uh, uh, with the X-Files, uh, weren't such a pace. We know the characters so well. Now we've got to take the hand of the director and have him walk us through this new experience that we don't know because we're not out here. We don't. We haven't had the time to dissect it like if you're doing a film. So you really. You know but, the character, but you got to know that you, you, the director's going to help you with the story.
2: But, Robert, don't you find, and I think all of us could answer this, too, like, I I missed those days. X-Files had a lot of money and a lot of time. Sure. You know? Yeah. We, you guys, you we, we had, we didn't have to pull the plug after 10 hours. Sure. You know? And so there was a little bit of indulgence that we could rehearse a little bit longer. We could. And those days are gone. In, in terms of what i'm working on
4: now like that like, oh. like yeah I, no i agree i agree I, I i've noticed that it's i mean i've been in the business a long time annabeth you're still as young as ever you haven't been in the business a long time you're still new at this mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but it's changed it's changed so much now uh frank uh d- d- the directors that are coming in uh, they might not be writers and whatnot. They're more visual guys, and they don't really know, and they don't really know what to communicate with the direct, uh, with the actor, because they don't know anything. They don't, you know. I don't want to say they don't know anything about acting, but they don't, they don't know how to talk to you, right? And they yeah. just sort of look at you like, okay, and and go. Yeah.
5: When, when you can find a director who can do the visual and the performance, that's yeah. extraordinary. And story. Are you,
2: are you directing anymore? Are you still directing?
5: no i don't have time to direct yeah. <laughs> i would love to when, when, I,
4: when i retire i'm going to start directing when I have you, more time,
2: direct, you direct robert and i again <laughs> okay,
4: i would that would be my dream. you always you are always wonderful i do remember like talking about scenes and 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 ideas and things and and uh, it was a very safe uh, uh, uh feeling uh, well yeah. it was
5: it was a dream
2: uh,
4: I'm looking across at your canyon right now, Annabeth. Oh. Or no, I got to look this way. I think.
2: Okay. Is it? Don't. Do you still have your dog, Cash?
4: Cash is no longer with us, sweetheart. Oh, I'm sorry. But you want to meet? You want to? Let me see.
2: Yeah. The new guy. No.
4: Come here, buddy. Come here. Are you crazy? You want to say hi to everybody? Come here. Look at this. a
2: puppy? No. Come
4: oh. here. Let
2: me see if i can hold you up look at this guy oh, hello.
4: hello hello
2: hi hello
4: Ooh, sweetheart what's hi, his baby.
2: name blitz. blitz
4: blitz he didn't like that okay. he the it. camera went <laughs> <laughs> it's okay buddy blitz i got five day, days after cash passed away I took Barbara to Guide Dogs of America for our anniversary, it was a surprise, and I had it planned and then our black lab died. And uh, and so uh, the president of Guide Dogs brought out Blitz and said, you know, he's available to adopt if you want, he didn't make it as a guide dog, so we got Blitz. So I got my first German Shepherd. I got to tell you, I love him, That's wow, fantastic. German Shepherds. <laughs>
3: We're running, um, we're really close to the end now. Um, there are so, there really are a lot more questions. I'm really, really sorry to everybody that we didn't get to, um, hopefully, you know, we can somehow get these questions out to you guys or I don't know, but there's a lot of enthusiasm and some ones that I really want answered, but I'm really sorry, we're, we're at the end now. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys all really quickly actually, well, not so quickly, but um, <laughs> what are some of the projects upcoming that you have um, that you're really excited about that you can tell us about? <laughs> should um, we go with you, Robert, first? I'm being polite. For oh, Sorry, I should have said, uh, Robert, what, what have you got
4: coming up? What have I got coming up? I've got two things that I can't talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> One, I really wish I could talk about. And the other, I'm, I'm not so sure why I can't talk about, but I can. I've already filmed it. However, I think... I'm being used as a surprise. Um, one thing I just agreed to and I can't, uh, announce it until they announce it or I'll be in trouble. Don't get in trouble. Are you,
2: doing in trouble. trouble. Are you doing Peacemaker too?
4: Well, that is, uh, uh i don't, i don't even know if james guns has has written peacemaker wow. season 2 well wow. i do expect to go back as a ghost uh as you know uh uh annabeth cuz i know you watched every episode
2: we did you we i kid you not it was our our family no, i favorite. remember
4: getting a message from you going oh, yeah. you really enjoying the hell out of you did
2: uh,
4: i i i die I, I i believe i'm going back i uh showed that that I can kind of say, um, but I really wish I could tell you the other two things because they're really great and they're great people and they're great showrunners. And so there you go; they're both in the TV streaming world.
3: Well, watch out, everybody! And probably announcements coming soon. And um, how about you, Frank? You're always you're very busy with lots of exciting projects.
5: Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like in the Robert camp. I've got some things I I can't say publicly yet, but but I am happy to say that. Weirdly, I'm sort of taking over the CW network the week of August 15th. There are two shows that I wrote and produced that are like their entire schedule that week. Oh One my! Is, uh,
2: God.
5: Yeah, one's about Leonardo da Vinci with Aidan Turner called Leonardo, Great. and the other is called uh, Devils. It's a financial thriller with Patrick Dempsey. So,
2: oh, cool! It's
5: That's weird.
2: Amazing.
5: Yeah, eight o'clock and nine o'clock, and they're both my my shows. So.
2: Oh, fantastic. I will watch those for sure.
4: He's a great actor, huh, Patrick? Fantastic. Yeah. Great had a great, great time. He's terrific. Have you worked with him, Annabeth?
2: I did years and years ago. Thought so. With Ari Gross and um, yeah, a, a, a movie that was a long time ago. Joe Roth directed it. I must've wow. been like 19, I was very young. Wow. Yeah. How Annabeth old were Buster? you when
4: you started in the business, Annabeth?
2: Uh, 13. Wow. Yeah.
4: You have another Mike Flanagan series,
5: don't you? About
2: I have, yeah, I have, um, The Fall of the House of Usher coming out. That's another Mike Flanagan show. we have, um, a movie called All Fun and Games. Um, and then I have the new AMC Anne Rice show called Mayfair Witches, which is based on Anne Rice's The Witching Hour.
4: Did you ever meet her?
2: No, I never did, but I've been a fan of her hers for a long time.
5: Great lady. I never met her, but she went online to say how much she loved this show about the Medici that I did. So I always liked her.
2: Because... Oh, great. <laughs> what was the show you did, Frank?
5: It's on Netflix. It's about the Medici. It's a three season show uh, with uh, Richard Madden and Dustin Hoffman. Um, so good. It was fun. Frank, I want to work with you again. I really do. You I too. Do too. Frank, you up. are busy,
2: dude. Everybody's busy. We're so lucky. I
5: I, I would, and I, and I want to see you guys together again. So if it's not, well, would, animal,
4: it's going to be something else. I would <laughs> love to work with uh, both of you again, anytime, anywhere. Me too. I, I really yeah. love the experience. It was so wonderful working with you the first time. And this has been a great little reunion here.
2: It's so great.
4: Thank you for inviting me on this. I felt like I was gonna weep in the beginning. Like before we
5: started the video, I felt like I was, it was so, uh, my heart was so full. So.
2: True, truly very meaningful. Uh, Hattie, thank you to the companion app for hosting this and having us. I thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I know people have just been
3: enjoying it so much. I can't tell you how much uh, chat has been and I've loved it. I'm a a really big fan of all of you. So thank you so, so much. And um, yeah, we'll wrap up um, for tonight. And um, yeah, enjoy your days, enjoy your evenings. And thanks everybody for joining us.
2: Big love to everyone. Mwah.
4: All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.
2: Bye, guys. Bye.